Yo, what's good? This sure guy worldwide, one half of the fantastic dynamic. You know that show, no sucking shit, clothing podcast, hanging on Anchor. And you about to tune into episode four. It's called, baby, if it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. If you want to follow us on IG, just go to Hanger Worldwide, baby. You know how we do. Get into it. You listening to Hangers on Anchor. Yo, what's good? This Sure God Worldwide. This Dante TC5 Wilder. Man, and this is Hangers. Like, like we gonna we gonna recap a little bit. Last time we talked about the harmony of clothes, and we just talking about the sauce and different things of that nature, and that everything had to be harmonious. You know what I'm saying? And I think I think the best clothing brands that I always looked at, like the LRGs, the Ten Deeps, the Academics, you seen it was almost like a good song. You know what I'm saying? It was almost like a good Harry Potter book. Not to use Harry, you know, Harry Potter books are good, but you seen the total story line that was in those brands. And that's something that I always, as a designer, I was like, yo, how do you get to tell those beautiful stories that I feel like some days in clothing now, it's missing, them stories, you know what I'm saying? What's the story behind it? And like we always, when me and you talk, it's like, fashion is so fast now, you know what I'm saying? It's hard to really get caught in the story. Because even when, like I said, when we was talking before we got on, talking about um, Uncle Drew, he talks a lot about the story, the essence, building that. Do you feel like, Dante, we're going to get back to the storytelling? We're going to get back to, like, how Eric B. or Guru used to rap, or Nas used to rap when they told these vivid stories and painted beautiful pictures and clothes? Or it's just going to be, like, microwavable? That's the lane. Uh, I, don't, I don't think... It'll, it'll really get back to that, but if you look at some of the brands, like, like some of the brands, they do tell stories, like Virgil and all. Them, they tell some type of stories. If it ain't really the story, is about what what's going on, like the environment and shit like that. Like he tells a story with Dondi White. He told a story with Futura, and then Kim Jones. He tells stories with a uh, cause, and he told stories with a. Uh, with the Dior stuff, with the um, the cat that created Tron and all that. So, right, their stories. It's just that they not like. I guess when we was doing it, we was like going from the beginning to the end. But it's still right. Still, it, it's cats still tell stories because they. If you look at some of the work, there'll be like certain themes within there. Like I know pleasures. He right. tells a story, but he doesn't really. He's like, yo, I'm not a streetwear brand. I'm a. a I'm just doing product. So right, I think right, right. Every brand tells stories. It's just that the way people interpret it is different. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, but that, they tell stories. It's just that it's so fast that you don't really pay attention. You know who's a brand that tells stories too? It's that brand called uh, DM. Like the dudes from DM. They yeah, tell a lot of stories. Doesn't, Nothing even, do it doesn't, doesn't even matter. Yeah, that's my doesn't even matter. Like when I look at his Instagram, or I look at his, like his page, I see that he 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 pulls a lot of like organic vibe from the old days, and his 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 collections come with a whole story. So yeah. it's basically grabbing you into what he's trying to present to you. It's like yo, because like we always say, people want to feel like they're a part of something. 
They want to feel like I appreciate what you're doing because I understand what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like clothing to me sometimes is the ultimate way to convey a story. Because say like you're against some shit. You could rock a t-shirt to tell the world how you feel without even saying it. You like, you know, fuck the world. They like, oh man, that's how homie feel because it's on a shirt. So I definitely understand what you're saying. You know how how fashion is is so is so fast. But like we like we all in our in our shows, do, does that produce sustainability? Does that you know? Because my thing is always how how do we sustain this energy? How do we sustain this momentum? Well, only way we're gonna do that is, we, is sustainability is not using new product. You know what I mean? So we have to create this, keep doing the same thing, but not opening the you know like you got to create keep doing the same thing or recycling right so you don't produce new product to fuck up the environment right know? so that's the only way sustainability will last but as far as what product is concerned you know like dudes just just doing what they want to do they don't like and they like certain brands understand what they doing because they try to work within the environment and they try to put money in the hands of factories that's not like fucking wilding out with child labor or they not overdoing with the people working you know what I mean like they treating people kind you know what I mean so right like, right you have to you have to uh, be on point with who you put your money in hand with you know what I mean like who you spending your money with cause a lot of those cats out there they you know they they be like dummy factories and shit like that but you just have to be on uh, super cautious on shit like that. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. Super and that's the, how do you do that though? Because I'm like, if you in America, is it is it good? Like back in the day, you used to see like at the Magic, you used to see like the, the the brand owners they used to go overseas for like three months to basically do that type of quality control. Right. But now with the emergence of social media and the internet so big, I feel like we do a lot of stuff now through emails, we do a lot of stuff through, you know, the phone. So we definitely don't do the quality control that's needed. So therefore, when the product come over, it's exactly what you need. You know what I'm saying? It's like, do you feel like that element is missing of quality control? Because people want it so fast. They like, yo, I don't got time to go over there and make sure the product is dope. I don't got time to go over there and, and make sure my zipper and my seam allowances is on point. So a lot of stuff get like lost in lost in translation or, or lost in, in transportation. Well, I think you gotta. It's, there's two different types of companies, right? Right. Instead, of, like I always talk about that bottom feeder where they don't right, really, right, they don't, right, they, right. They just running. They ain't. They ain't really, I don't think they really going with the quality control vibe, right? Right. And then there's there's. There's better brands and then there's higher end brands that that really care about that stuff. So you can't do just do anything and, and try to get over and put the, the wool over the eye. Like cats right. Are gonna be, they're gonna send out inspectors and all that other shit. So it depends on what part of the field you in that dictates that type of uh, movement. You know what I mean? But right. The bottom dwellers, I they, I think they so. They move so fast. I don't know if they have inspectors, but they may have inspectors overseas that go check the facilities. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Customs, uh, they do, they do, they do crazy um, 
they make sure the garments are not fly-proof and all the other shit. So I think there's some type of um, inspections that go on. Right, some right. factories that's good, they have inspectors within the facilities. So I think it's, I think this they, they they check the garments, but there's some places where um, factories are bad. You know what I mean? Like like right. party factories or like bootleg factories and shit like that. But if you do a business in those, that's probably controlled by some type of entity and they are trying to maneuver without playing with the government. So right, uh, right, right, right. to avoid those type of uh, entities, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a good question. So do you think it's idea to get um, a, ma- a manufacturing deal nowadays or try to solely do it independent? You know, because back in the day, it was about building your brand so you could get a manufacturing deal. It was like, I want to get it to a point so then I could get this deal so then I, I can mass produce it. Do you feel like that's a way that we should go or should we just say, fuck it, I'm going to keep doing it the way I do it. I'm going to independently get it out there to the masses. Well, there's a few ways to do it. But I think me personally, or I'm going to go for what I see, right? Okay, there's two ways you could do it. You could build up and do it yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Or you could partner up with a with a factory, and then you could do it like that. And then there's a, a percentage split. You know what I mean? Right. But it's hard. Right. To, it's hard to do factory partnership sometimes because if you don't have sales, they won't commit, right? So right. The way you do it is, I guess you you have to partner with them. Get samples and then sell, and then send salespeople out on the road to uh, get POs. You know what right. Mean? Once you get right. the POs, you can bring it back to the factory, and then uh, either they could cut the goods, or you could go to a factor, right? And then a factor could release the the funds, the funds, the funds for you to go to the uh, factory. But then, what's the sense of partnering with a factory, right? Huh? Right, right, right. If I'm, right. If I'm going to if I'm going to a factory to get the funds, why am I partnering with you? The whole point of me partnering with you is that you release the goods to me and you give it to me on terms. So right, there's right. certain ways of doing it. And then and then there's like the grind from the bottom to the top where you just you you doing a few items, you're doing five items and you just hoping that cats are gonna purchase it. Right, right. right. You, you make that money and you flip. And then you keep you continue to do that and until you build up to a full scale line, right? Right, so right. There's two ways of doing it. Actually, three: the factor, right? The factory, and right? Independence, where you just grinding and hope and doing little pop ups and putting your shit online and right, right. Five and then people hopefully pick it up because it's hard today with the algorithms and all that other bullshit. It's right. Like, Right, right. Instagram be, be limited in how much people you can reach. True. All this bullshit, because if you got a clothing line, they should not be... They should try to uh, loosen up from algorithms and let people engage, you know what I'm saying? But they be blocking a lot of that shit. But my thing is, at the end of the day, they block it because they understand the dollars in it. You see what I'm saying? They like, yo, if you want more algorithms, how much are you willing to pay? You see what I'm saying? So that's when sometimes you got to take that shit into your own hands. Like, fuck it. That's why I like hand-to-hand. I feel like you need, like, back in the day, you had to hit the road. You had to touch the people. They had to feel you. 
they had to see you and that and that was so amazing when you seen your consumer and you was able to listen to the way they appreciated the shit you designed it was like yo i love the way you do this i love the, the colorways you do i love the material you use and i feel like like we say a designer designs the shit he, he uplinks it on brand boom he sits back at his computer and he hope he gets some POs and then he ship, but you never touch the consumer. Right. You know, you and I, and I feel like sometimes that disconnect fucks with your brand. As much as you know, we feel like we want to sit behind these uh Shopify. Yeah, Shopify's and the brand booms, but it that, like that that ain't you gotta get out there in the street, man. You gotta get out there back in the day and talk to the store. If you wanna get into the stores, you gotta talk to to, to the store people. You got to see how they consumer move because at the end of the day, I don't know how other people design. Like I'm like I'm from the old school. I need to see how the consumer moves, and then I can put together the collection that they can appreciate. You know what I'm saying? It's like I see how you moving. I see how the energy is moving. Like we say, the harmony of it. You know what I'm saying? Go back, and I feel like a lot of that is missing because it's so fast, and everybody think they can do it. They like, nigga, I, you know, I know a little Photoshop. I know a little Inst- uh, Illustrator. Yeah, let me throw these T's up. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a, no, man, it's more to it than that. Like, right. they don't know about factoring. They don't know, they don't know, like, half them retailers you throw don't got good credit terms. So, a fact, they ain't never going to factor they shit. They don't yeah. know about getting your fucking bounce boxes. When, yeah, dude going to tell you, he going to, you know, he won't turn. You ship them. Now you chasing them down on the phone. He For keeps saying. Yeah, he, he keeps sending your box back through UPS and then UPS charges your ass. Every they charge you for shipping it. They charge you for returning it back. And yep. then when you talk to him on the phone, he gonna say some shit like, hey man, I ain't know you shipped it. Nigga, you know yeah. I shipped it. Oh, you the same day. You told me to ship it. I was on shit. the phone with you, bro. I was on the phone with you when the UPS dude came in. But yeah. the most of these young cats, they never seen that. But that's what you know, I don't mean to cut you off. But you know, that's the reason why a lot of people started going independent, because it was just like a lot and they do they do that to a lot of smaller brands. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, like a brand like me, if I was to go to a, a a whole bunch of stores, I don't drive, so I can't roll it out, right? But I would have right. to get somebody to take samples and go all the way. But right. if I was to hit those stores and be like, yo, I need my product in your store, blah, blah, blah. The product is good, they're gonna show you love, right? Exactly. Mediocre, they gonna, but even if the product's good, if they don't have the money, they gonna they gonna they gonna shut you down. You know what I mean? Right. They but are. Even, but even though, even if the product's good, they might not even give you a front of the store display. They might throw your shit in the back. Exactly. Especially if it's on consignment, if it's on consignment, they just go. They don't care. You know what I mean? But if they pay right. for it and it's dope, they are gonna push it. But if, it, if it's on something like yo, can you just take it on consignment? They're going to put a hole in there for 30 days and then they're going to send it back. It's like, all right, we need to do that, yeah, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. this game is, is, is a headache, bro. Like, so yeah. if you want <laughs> cats go independent, right? Right. You do the Shopify and all the other shit. So, right. Okay, so let's talk about the Shopify shit, right? Or right. cats that's designing within them and in, in their studios or whatever. And they, they, they're not able to hit the streets. Like, you know what I mean? Right, like you were right. Earlier, like cats gotta go out and touch the people. Like sometimes, right. They just maybe had enough money to create what they developed, right? They right. don't have extra money to travel or do all that. They hoping that they, 
they they have a core customer, right? Or they right. have core people that's interested in them, that follow them on the gram. So right. You, you suspecting that off your Instagram, at least ten percent of that will go into your sales, right? Right. Right. You right. promote clothing all day. You don't promote. You promote lifestyle, clothing, right, blah, 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 right, right. So right. you suspecting your clients or people that follow you to purchase items, and just based off of people that you know. Right. Sometimes that doesn't occur though. You know what I mean? Because I don't know what it is with our culture, bro. But it's just it's <laughs> fucking. It's a, yeah. it's a disaster. We don't. We, let's just be real. Hey, we don't support. No, we that, don't. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, at. Like, yo, these motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> not support like they you have, you get you get a few cats that support but like the niggas that be on your line all day reaching out yo bro they don't support when you put the, when you send motherfuckers and I'm a I'm a I'm a business owner right right so, right and I'm not like yo if you don't want to buy it don't buy it. cool I'm not gonna stress you bro I'm I'm gonna target the people that I don't fuck with and right hopefully I get sales from that if I exactly. Get Pushing or whatever. Exactly. You know they should purchase, right? They should. They should. Because if you got 500 people on your Instagram, half of those niggas you know, 50 people should at least buy one one fucking thing for you. Right. But it doesn't work like that. And I know cats. I know a lot of people. Right. And I'm not complaining. Like, yo, you don't want to buy it? Don't buy it. I don't care. Right. Right. I'm going to continue to do what I got to do. I don't stop for no man. Like I'm into trying to create generational wealth, so exactly. You don't gotta support me, bro. But I'm just saying, like niggas go shop, they buy jewelry, they buy fucking Gucci, Prada, Fendi, all that bullshit. <laughs> right, right, they buy right. Fucking, they support everybody else except what's in their own neighborhood. Exactly. And I think that shit is corny, bitch. But I'm not complaining. I'm not here for that. I'm just. Well, you know what, man, man, Dante. Maybe we should. Maybe, maybe we should complain. That's the problem. Maybe we should through this podcast. When you complain, then you sound bitter. They say, "Oh, he's bitter." So I'm not gonna be on no bitter vibe. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna be like, "Yo, if you like it, support it. If you don't, right, right, don't cop nothing." Right. I've seen a lot of brands that I don't think is really good brands. Right? And okay. I judge. I give everybody their own property. You know, this shit is fine. Right. Right. I see a lot of shit that's not hot. And then shit blows out like that. Boom. And I'll be like, okay, I guess he's popular, more popular. Right. Okay? So right. people are drawn to popularities. True that. I'm not popular like that. I'm an introvert, bro. I'm in the crib. I'm grinding. You know what I mean? I'm well, you know what most designers are, man. Like yeah. to create is all to create takes a lot, and that's what a lot of people don't understand. You can't, we can't be around a lot of people because I can't get that negative energy. That negative energy fucks with the way that I design. Right. So it's like I, I, it's basically like I, I'm an introvert, and people right. are like well, you never go out. I'm like, go out for what? Do I'm like, what? Do what? What? What do you want me to do? You I'm want me camping. to? Like no, like only time I go out is I'm throwing a party. If I'm throwing a party, you see me out because my mind is like I'm a businessman. Right. Yo, I'm, if it don't make money, it don't make sense to me. Right. So at the end of the day, or if we're not talking about like you say, general wealth, how to get manufacturing power, how to how to make sustainability in fashion, 
how that how do fuck we on football and, and uh baseball teams and NBA teams. That's the yeah. shit I'm on right now. So got, if a man got time to be in the club, he ain't got time to make no money, bro. Exactly. You ain't yo. making no money while you in no club. Exactly. Hanging out. Like I'd, I'd rather be pushing product. Exactly. Creating product to push product, not be in the fucking club. Exactly. I understand socializing is important. Don Juan, Juan, one of the most introverted cats I know, but he produced some of the dopest shit I've ever seen. So you like, yo, the dude is he tapped, he plugged in. Like he plugged in. It's like I see. He got got people to do most of his work. That's why he doesn't have to. Right. Right. I'm saying, like, what about the cats that don't have all that? Like. You know what I mean? And yeah. I, I, I don't want to sound like I'm saying, like, yo, I don't have resources. I got resources. Yeah. But it's, 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 a lot of them shits cost, take capital. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's I'm true. I'm on my Kanye vibe. You know what I mean? A okay. lot of that shit take capital. A lot of that shit take capital, bro. Like, a lot of that shit take money to produce. And Be like, yo, you, ain't, you ain't rap, though. You ain't rap. Oh, <laughs> niggas will tell you that. Like, yo, you ain't this and that. Yeah. You're right, I'm, I'm different. You know right, I mean? I'm not trying to be that man, but I'm different. Right, you know I mean? so right. I, I understand his aesthetic, so you can easily fall into that aesthetic. So but my know. thing is, I understood. You know, somewhat people say, well, you know, he talks a little out of his neck. But if you really get down to what the base of what Kanye was saying, he said, if we are the culture and we move the needle. Why? Why that? Why aren't we in these positions to be the voice at the board of directors? Be the voice when we putting out the content to the people that basically make these billion dollar companies rich. You don't. You don't see a black person or a person on color on any of those board of fucking directors. Yeah, well, Kanye is a billionaire now. After his rent, he didn't made it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People uh, like finally, you know, and they, I, I guess the music had a. Uh, um, an attraction to his uh, product too, so right. that helped him along the way. But you know, he he's he's right in many ways when it comes to like people supporting him. And like I was saying, he needed he needed um, some type of help. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people don't reach out and they don't help. And it's like you you could tell like people just like yo we we don't care like people don't care. And you have to just continue to do what you have to do, and, until, and that's, you, until you get that type of audience. And then you know it's just a grind. I and that's the, that's the thing. Like you'll pay three hundred dollars for something, but you won't come to my shit for free. It's like, well, I'm like, yo, it ain't three hundred dollars. Just bring your ass out and, and and just support it. It's like that's the that's the like the the I don't fuck the mentality we have. I'm like, well, you will get them three hundred. But I gotta pull your teeth to come to my free event. No, just so you can. That, they will ask you for a discount. Nigga, it's free. What discount you need? No, I'm talking about <laughs> the product. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, like, but yo, that. How much this cost? And then you like, they, see, they don't mind. And I don't, you know, we ain't gonna sound bitter, but we're gonna be, we're gonna talk about it. We gonna be real about it. That's what Hank is about. We gonna be real about the shit. One hundred percent about the industry. Motherfuckers will go to Gucci, right? Right. Forty thousand, thirty thousand, ten thousand. No problem, bro. No problem. And they come to the small brands, right? Or black-owned brands or other brands that's trying to get up. Say, yo, can I give you some product? Yo, how much you gonna pay me? 
I'm like, yo, I'm like, it doesn't happen to me because I tell niggas, yo, get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> but when you, when you, I've been a part of a lot of brands where they ask for money, right? Right. And I'm like, yo, you don't even go, you don't even fix your tongue to ask none of these high end brands, what are you paying? You go and you, you sing about it, you talk about it, you put it all in your videos, you do everything. But when it comes to young brothers, or urban brothers, or not even urban, just cats that's doing their own shit. Right. They always ask for some type of uh, monies for uh, wearing their product and, and and videos and promoting it and all that other shit. There's never there's never a lot of like yo, just send me the product. And I got you. And if you send it to them, they don't even take a pitch in the shit. Yeah, they like, either they will wear it or no. they'll have their man wear it. Or no. Take a picture in the showroom, in the in the dressing room. And be like, look, you put it on. Like, yo, come on, man. What do you think I'm fucking Charlie Walker? Yo, I got a true fucking Kanye story. Like a good friend of mine, when Kanye did that first out of the graduation shit, I was making some jackets, and he hit me like, yo, Ye seen your jacket. He want to he want to wear it doing a fucking concert. So he gave me the measurements, right? Right. I made the jacket exactly to the size the dude told me. Right. I drive two hours to the concert, right? I meet him in the backstage. He like, yo, B, I'm going to wear this shit, fucking jacket, fire. I'm going to put it on, man. I'm going to support. You know, young designer, I'm like, yo, yeah, going to rock my shit. He gets on stage. Do you think he got my jacket on? Oh, you didn't wear it. Hell the fuck no. I go backstage like, yo, dude, the fuck? I thought you was gonna wear my man. It was it was it was a little too big. I said it was your fucking size, too. <laughs> it was the size you asked for. It was the size you asked me for. Wow. That's but crazy. that's but that's the shit we deal Even with. If man. It was a little big. You should have fucking wore it for me. You should have been like, yo, I'm gonna help you because you cats help me. Right. Hey, bang. It's like we don't. It's like we get on and then say fuck everybody that supported us. When you were selling out the trunk, or when you wanted you was at the pop-up shop, or you was at the little place down the street. And it's like, yo, dude, help us. It's cats that you know if the door open, let a couple of us get in with you or get your money up enough. So therefore you can start investing them dollars back into those people. Like y'all might invest in y'all now. But you know, we, we forget that. Yo, what's good, people? This shirt guy worldwide. One half of the show hangers on Anchor. Let's get back into it. That shit, man. That's why the same way you say each one, teach one, reach one. Right. It's like you gotta, gotta pull one. a hood up. You gotta pull a neighborhood. You gotta pull the people up, man. You, you gotta got pull to. people up that's trying to get up. Like even if you it's got to. I see you wear certain people's stuff, but that's just within his circle. You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not asking him to wear anything of mine. Right. But I'm just saying people that's in the system that's have the spotlight on, they should pull from resources, right? right. Not just go to the opposite fucking environment and be like, yo, I'm spending all my wealth here. Like you gotta be able to and I ain't telling no man how to spend their money either. You know what I mean? Right. I come from right. that cloth, like yo, right. that right. man's money, he do what he wanna do with it. But right. the thing is, right, when you come into the you come into the hood to sell your units, you looking for that support. 
Right. Right? You coming down right. here like, yo, I need y'all to go out and buy my album. You on the radio, you talking to them people that you know that like that type of music or that that's into that type of product, you want them to go out and purchase, right? Right. So right. one hand washes another. Like if I'm if I'm supporting your shit, you gotta come down and support my shit, dog. That's how it goes. It should be like that. You can't just keep raping, pillaging the whole fucking environment and then don't expect to come back and help rebuild it, Joe. Like you gotta be able to rebuild. And that's the thing. Like I watched the show um with Forrest Whitaker in it. I, I think it's Harlem uh Godfather Harlem. Yeah, that shit is fire. The shit is fire, but one thing I look at and through that, the Italians edified their community. You had Italian delis. You had Italian coffee shops. together, bro. Italian grocery stores. But when you look at Harlem, when you looked at what Bumpy was doing, he was not putting the money back into the neighborhood. It was yeah. like, yeah, you was what? making money off Heron. You was, you, was, you was eating. You was living in your apartment. But where was the black-owned grocery stores? Where was the black-owned delis? Where was the money being uh, put back in the community? And if our drug dealers did that, we wouldn't give a fuck you sold drugs. If we all... One thing Bumpy did was he did protect... He protect a lot of those uh, stores in Harlem. So... Okay, true. They was under his protection. From right. Certain, from certain facilities, they was under his protection. So they, the Italians couldn't come over there and do anything. Like, they all fuck with Bumpy down in that... And in certain parts of Harlem that he had locked down. You know what I mean? Right. But, and if you're just looking at Italians and... And the way they move in general was is, is the blacks are not like that. You know what I mean? We're not, man. We're not. Even when I'm from Chicago, like you didn't see, you know, okay, you did that, but then you seen like a play lot on the corner. Or you seen like he's opening up all these beauty supply shops. Or when I went down, like I never seen in my hood a black person on a grocery store. I didn't think that exists as a child. It was either Korean or Pakistani. And you would be like, yo. How can they bring their ass in our neighborhood and know what we need to eat? And you gonna tell me how to eat. But my own people, we never thought like, well, let's nourish our people. Let's open up our grocery store. So it's just a weird type of mentality that even goes back to what we say in the clothing game. It's like, you don't wear me because I don't give you instant valid- validation, I'm assuming. But if you wore me, it would help me get the validation. So therefore we helping each other. So when you perform, People gonna be like, yo, yeah, yeah, I see y'all, I see y'all moving. Because that's what LL did with FUBU. LL did the gap ad for us, by us. And people was like, yo, what the fuck is that LB shit? And that took balls because he had on a FUBU hat in a gap commercial. He was like, that's all. Elevation, bro. That's what it's all about. But see, I don't know too much about Chicago. So right. I, don't, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't speak on the environment, you know what I mean? Because I don't, I never been there. Right. I could, I'll, I'll talk from the outside, like just on in black culture in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I won't speak on Chicago because I don't know how it is. It's I cool. Just know, I just know about my my neighborhood and certain other neighborhoods I've been in. Right. The reason why people don't uh, elevate their neighborhood, even, but they starting to do it now. Okay. A lot, of, a lot of them was running away from the neighborhood because of what we're talking about—the hatred within right. the culture, you know, within right. the neighborhoods. Like, right? They don't want to see another man elevate. But see, right. 
the only way you could a, a, a man can elevate is with a with a strong foundation, right? True. So true. If you if you if you help that man elevate, he has no choice but to trickle down. But narcissistic people don't do that, right? No, they're no. They're all about themselves, so they would not do that. But if 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 a person that comes from that cloth right. knows what it is to build as a community, up, you know what I mean? And right. Those are the type of people you need to get around or get behind. It's like, well, nah, he's for the community, right? Right. Let's help him build up, and then he'll come down. And that's how it's supposed to be. But do cats do that? No, they take first thing. Dudes do when they get money is they 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 either going to get a car, they're going to get some jewelry, they're, they're gonna, you know what I mean? Like it's bugged out to me. Like, right. Like, I I I think people need to look at the the whole system at hand and be like, yo, what's needed? Because if everybody's on that same wave, there's 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 no way that shit can no one can stop us. You know what I mean? But. Well, you, if you look at the Black Panthers when they right. were on that vibe, you know what I mean. Right. But the the, the Caucasian people have an issue with that because right. when you when you unite and then you ooh, buy stuff within your community, right, it's a threat to them, right? Because that means the economy starts to drop. Exactly. And another economy occurs. We could so, shift the economy. We could right, definitely right. So when we don't support what they're doing. Right. We support everything we're doing. It's elevation, and that that builds generational wealth within our communities. But you know, people don't understand. They just they 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 run off of validation. I mean, but you you got to understand. Like we fuel all these drugs. Like Instagram is nothing but being like crackheads. My right. thing is, people first Instagram thing is wa- like the new crack, bro. It's like the new crack, man. You wake up and you first thing you do is like, did somebody like my shit? Did people? Did, did I get some likes on on, on my direct message? Did the, did the chick that I hit up? Did she respond to the shit that I said? And you know, then most of them bitches don't, and I don't mean to call them bitches, but most of them don't <laughs> fucking respond to. Most people don't respond to the DMs. They don't. They, like they feel like uh, I don't look at my DMs, but there's. There could be millions of dollars in your DMs. There could be certain things in your DMs that could right, help right, elevate. But right, right. people are uh, vanity. They they in the mirror, bro. They they only looking at what's best for them. Validation. And that's is, the thing that's funny, important. G. Now I say when I reached out to uh Drew, like I was almost like surprised that he asked to be interviewed. He was like, yo, I'll do your show. And then after he looking. So who the dude was, it made me feel like, damn, this is a real dude. Really? Like, besides the accomplishment of being with Nike, the accomplishment of being with Under Armour, the accomplishment of being with EA, I'm like, yo, I was a little nervous even asking him. I was like, yo, this this dude ain't gonna fucking be on this show. He could be on anybody's fucking podcast. We just started this shit. But he was like, man, dude, I, I fuck with it. And that's what we need more of. If you see something, if you an NBA player, NFL player, if you a big time brand and you see somebody that's doing something, fuck with it. Because what is what is what is, what is it for you to give a couple t- 10 minutes of your day? What's minute of, because when you on these radio stations or when you doing this these these Instagram ads, you want us to give our day to you. So therefore, right. we can support with what you're doing. So you why can't you say to me all fucking day? Exactly, all fucking day. So why? I can't sell no product to you. I can't sell product to you, and we have some type of like-minded 
like going back to another episode, Harmony, where you like, yo, I can fuck with dude. I give you 10 minutes, dog. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wanna, I want you to elevate to where I'm at. Because if it's a hundred of us that can go to the table, that's now we looking, that's a lot of money, bro. We looking like real thugs. You know, yeah. everybody wanna be a thug until it's time to do thug shit. Then it's like, okay, let's link up. Let me put my money with your money, your money with his money. And then now when we go to the board member, you know, they gotta look at us like, oh fuck, okay, it's 20 of y'all. Fuck, okay, well, well, they asking us what type of terms you want? What type of terms you want? You know what I'm saying? It ain't them telling us the terms they're gonna give us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, right. bad. it's bad out there, bro. Because you, you reach out to people and, and you want, you know, like before you have to go through certain people to reach to certain people, but then exactly. a lot of those people are, are fucking disappeared. So you have to like hit people direct to try to get some type of movement going. But then, like I was saying, like most of those people don't respond. If it ain't a blue check on your shit, they ain't even looking at your shit. They just gonna keep it moving. And that's the thing, yo. I'm really looking for what (laughs) what what, what's gonna be Virgil's next move. I'm really trying to see now that he's head over there at um, Louis Vuitton. I'm trying to see like what's his next move because to me he made it to the height of what you aspire to be. Like, fuck, okay. So it's like, yo, now you got that. What's the next move? Now you you got you got the you got the you know the queen on the chessboard. You, you can move keep cooking. You gotta keep cooking. That's all. Yeah. If you keep doing what he's doing, he'll be fine. He got he don't gotta do nothing extra extraordinary. He just gotta keep cooking, putting out good product, and they'll love him. You know what I mean? He do his little pop-up events. You got a pop-up coming in Miami. Okay, don't Art Basil. All right, Basil. Art Basil. I always yeah. pronounce that strong. So good. But yeah, he, he just got to keep doing what he's doing. He'll be fine. Man. Okay. When you okay. when you when you good at what you do and you got a strong uh, foundation, right? All you got to do is just keep producing hot shit, dog. You ain't okay. got to do too much. Okay. You know what I mean? Keep, right. Keep pushing the keep pushing the culture forward. Keep doing good shit. And that's it. You ain't got to do too much. When you do too much is when you get fucking derailed. You know what okay. I mean? Because you trying to okay. impress people. You ain't got to impress nobody. Right. You just keep... He's he's, he's doing fine. You just got to just keep cooking. You be fine. You ain't got to... When you trying to impress motherfuckers 40 blocks over... Right. Niggas ain't going to want You just got to do you. That's, the, okay. that's how you shine. You know what I mean? Okay, 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 okay. Okay. That's like, that's like hustling, like... Same thing. They got the best coke on the block. He ain't got to do nothing. He just put it out. Yo, we out at we out at seven a.m. We closing at four thirty. Y'all niggas get it while it's there. If anything, right. niggas ain't gonna get it. And that's the same shit. Like, we come out, we cop, and we shut down for the rest of the day. Right. And that's what. Like, and, and and that's true. It's feel like when you get outside of yourself, that's when you you you, you see the demise coming. Yeah, because you're trying to impress people. You ain't got to press nobody but yourself. Do good work and continue to do good work. Fuck trying to impress somebody for validation. Because when you impress, trying to impress, that's because you're looking for validation, right? Right, right. You already got the light on you, even if you don't have the light on you. Right. Continue to do the work. Eventually, that light going to come on you. And what you do, you continue to do the shit you've been doing. You ain't got to... Jump off the motherfucking plank and be like, "Yo, look at me, motherfucker!" 
<laughs> little rock, right? You know what I mean? Like, you don't got to <laughs> But I feel like now, so many brands do this shit backwards. They seek the validation, but they yeah. don't put the work into the fucking product. And, right. when, and then when you go to the pop-up, or you do spend your money, you like, yo, this shit ain't even good. Like, what the fuck is this? Yep. So then it's cool. like, you, you don't want to spend your money back with them. You like, right. yeah, that dude full of like that dude full of hype. But when you get the product, you like, man, two washes is all I get out of this shit. Yeah. You like this? This it? <laughs> like I can't. Also, you, know, you got to think of maybe that's all the brother could afford too. But if he on a high playing field, then he got to you know cats got to be able to uh, understand like sometimes that's all they want to give because it's like a um, it's like you feed them a little bit and they come back for more. Okay, okay, using that analogy, Dante. But when you got it, your product should change. You should evolve. Once you got the funding and the backing, I should see better product, yes. Dog, but that doesn't happen. The the way the nigga came out is the way the nigga still pumping the shit. And you like, yo, you you got the money to get you a design. Some, some some designers. You got some money to, to understand sourcing. You got some money, so therefore you be like, man, it's time for me to make a better product. You know why? Because the they, they, niggas is, is eating so heavy off the margin, right? Right. They continue to do the cheap shit so they don't have to elevate. But when you elevate the product, you got to spend more money. So if you but continue I was talk- to do bullshit product, you right. gonna, you're going you're gonna to make a big margin because people are going to come, right? They they right. attracted to what you're doing, so they're going right. to spend the money. So you right. can charge any price, right? And then they'll pay they'll pay for it. So right. you got to elevate product when you got to do better fabrication. You got to spend right. more money, so that right. chops down the margin. You know what I'm saying? But I was always told to make money, you got to spend money, and all money ain't good money. So at the end of the day, it was like that's the mentality that I come from. It's like, I can't go to sleep at night knowing I'm making money, uh, but then I'm putting bullshit out in the market. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I know my shit ain't good, but I'm eating good. That's- I'm a firm believer in putting out good product. You know why? Man, but you come, look, 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 look where you come from, dude. You come from the shit where motherfuckers had invisible zippers and pockets that was hitting this shit, and you was still screening the whole back of fucking... <laughs> Yeah, but that's, that's learned behavior. You know what I'm saying? Man, yo. These, you don't these, know that these, people don't man. know that, then they don't know. They just they just joke in the whole industry. You know what I mean? Man, dog. You that's, can't even you can't even get a good label put in the neck of a shirt no more. It was like, okay, you gonna take spending the money then. You're gonna take this gilding a fucking Anvil 780. You're going to get a heat press label that's going to come off and scratch the fuck out of my neck because mm-hmm. you ain't sticking mm-hmm. even Back in the day, academics, y'all even thought about the woven labels, how it was going to feel on the back of the neck, how you going to, you know, reinforce the, uh, the, the the necks and all that. That that was people that cared about putting out a quality Because you got to think about the customer. And today, people don't think about the customer. You got to be like, you got to wear the garment. You got to think about how you're going to feel when you're wearing that garment. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't just say, yo, I'm going to do that. Do-. When I think, when I do shit, I push it together. I want, I go, I'm going to make sure that, that, yo, make sure this shit don't got none of that shit on. How's it, when you put the hoodie on, does the shit shred all over your other t-shirt? Like, it's important that shit like that doesn't happen. Like, 
Oh, I, I got a white tee on. I brought a hoodie from this dude. When I took my t-shirt off, I had mad fucking lint all over my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I just ruined the fucking... Cause what if a nigga got on a $100 t-shirt under that shit? Right, right. And, and you, he buy your hoodie or he, you give him a hoodie and he wears it, right? Right. And the shit shreds. Now you like, damn. Now that nigga's like, damn, this nigga... The hoodie's fire, but the shit just like the inside is bullshit. Like it just fucked up my hundred dollar t-shirt. And that's the thing that that I that I want to talk about. Do you love fashion or you love the money? See, that's two different things. Like when you love something, you always thinking about how can I make the shit better because you want to wear the shit because the enjoyment of what you're doing is watching the consumer say, "Man, you make dope ass shit." And the byproduct of hearing that is. You make money. But now it's like, I want to make money and fuck the consumer. I don't care what the consumer, because I'm eating over here. Like we say, I'm in a club popping bottles, getting bitches. You know what I'm saying? So I don't care that his t-shirt is lined up because my profit margins are so fucking ridiculous. I'm charging you $125 for a fucking hoodie that I paid $13.50 for. Yeah, well, here's the thing with that. Every, this whole business is about money. Let's not get it misconstrued. Oh, yeah, we, we know that. Yeah, yeah we this know whole that. shit is about money, but it's also about putting out good product, right? True. That's important. So, and it's about return on your investment. You know what I mean? Our, right. So, the customer you want to return to. So, he's like, if I sell this hoodie, this t shirt, this hat, whatever, you want him to be like, Yo, that shit is fire. Like the product is crazy. Exactly. Once you get that, you know you got a customer. They're gonna come back. That's the same, that's the art of hustling. Right. You hook them, book them. Yeah? Fried rice with chicken wings on. Yeah? He's locked in. He's gonna come, he's gonna come back, and he's gonna he only knows that he can come to you and he can get a nice hat, you get a nice right. hoodie, you get some right. t-shirts or whatever else you produce it, he knows no. it's going to be quality because right. the first shit you put out, you know what I mean? Or the, the garments you've been putting out. And th- and that's what happened to me. I had a brand called Save Your Soul. And when the Lux T dropped, I had a buddy over in China that was like hooked me up with like we, we sourced a t-shirt that had the like when the neck was 230 grams right. you know and what I and I was like yo I'm gonna put my brand on that shit because everybody was doing triple A tees back then because that that was the move back in the day. So right. when I used to go to the store I'd be like yo how the brand moving and all the all those retailers used to say Ray all I gotta do is put that t-shirt next to that shit and they always go with show shit. And right. at the end of the day that taught me that anytime I'm dropping something, when you put my shit next to that shit, I don't gotta talk. You like, yo, I want that. I want whatever that is. I don't want that. And that and that's what you're saying. Once you put out a dope fucking product, people gonna remember you just for that dope shit you did. Hey man, you the dude you used to do no dope ass tees. When the fuck you dropping that shit back out? It's like Nas can re- keep bringing back his catalog out a hundred times because he made dope fucking music. Jay Z can do it. You know, you can listen. You can listen to Biggie right now, man. Ready to die, and that shit is like he made that shit last week. You like yo because he was putting out good fucking music, good product. He was putting out good product, yeah. and like you said, man. Once you hooked us, once they hooked us, we was booked. We like yeah. whenever they drop some shit, hook I'm back. That's the hooking book situation. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what I mean? You hook them and fuck them. Yeah. They done, nigga. It's over. Yeah. Like, right now, man, it's like, and that's the thing, when I hear, like, older cats like us, now, now, fuck, I never thought I'd be considered an older cat, but now, I'm 40 now, so, obviously, I am an OG, as the young cats tell Those me, cats like, that talk about old head, I'd rather be an OG, right? <laughs> a lot of cats don't make it to, to be, like, 16, 15, 20. Right. It takes a lot of wisdom and knowledge to get to a certain age, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Like when you when you shit on the older hat, the older cat, like yo, you old here, you don't know nothing about. It. Don't ever think that person doesn't know, cause that person already did what you did. These cats today, they don't understand that. They be like, yo, you you know what's going on. I already been there. I did that. I don't gotta go back to that. And that's what people, yeah, relevant, yeah, you know? like, yeah, that don't make you relevant to go back. Like, to be banging like nah, that ain't that ain't it to me. Like, and that's what, yeah, G, yeah. Like when you watch Willy Wonka when he was doing that shit when he was going backwards through the car wash, he was like, "Yo, you ain't you ain't moving forward, you going backwards, dumbass. You going yeah. backwards? Like I don't gotta go back back to kick it with you. No, but we may not be on the same. Of course, we're not on the same terms because you you a young kid and you try to you know." Get validation by what you're doing in the, in the environment, right. right? Right. I'm already. I already did what I have to do to get to where I am. Right. You got to get to where I am. You have to live to where I to my age. You know what I'm saying? You may. Right. Be, you could be successful at a younger age, which is possible. Right? right. But you still have to surround yourself with people that you can elevate with. You know what I mean? And it's all about the company that you keep. So, and and, that, and that's true, man. And it's and, and, and not to cut you off. It's about the, not to go back to what, it's about the harmony. When people right. see your energy, they be like, "Yo, I fuck with homie. You know, homie got good energy. He got good vibe. See, he gonna do do something." But when we see you a dickhead, we be like, "Man, we ain't fucking with you." Yeah, you, you want you don't want that type of environment around you. Like, yo, you I, don't. I'm, you I'm, don't. A, I'm in a harmony state. You know what I mean? <laughs> I need cats that's on the same wavelength that I am. So okay. I, before we you know we banging out on this show, I gotta ask you one question. And this and, and, and uh, every time we do an episode, I'm gonna drop a tidbit that I'm gonna ask you, Dante. How the fuck do you do your colorways? Because colorways is the most hardest part of design for me to come up with the perfect fucking color. It's always like I can design the dopest collection. But when it's time to do the colorways, it's like, what the fuck? What colors do I make this shit? <laughs> How do I make this shit relevant? Like I used to use like new era hats back in the day. I go to like all the like sneaker blogs, but there's so many damn sneakers out and they drop, they like clothes. They drop so quick. So I always was like, yo, when I get you, when we when we talking about hangers, when we on the hangers show, I was like, I'm gonna ask him, what's the best way to do colorways? But the best way is color trend. I don't... A lot of cats follow sneaker colorways, which is cool, but that's not... If I'm doing a drop for a sneaker drop, then I'll follow what color, what sneakers colors are coming in, uh, I guess, three months or two months. Then you could facilitate that. But I use... Them. Well, I'm, if I'm working on a line, I go into... I know I'm going to drop at this time. I go right. to color felt casting. A color forecasting is, is a joint where they put out the colors for the 
you can either do it for the season or you can do it for the year. Right. So I go in there and I just pick all the colors that I think that's hot that I like. Right. But then you pick the colors and most and then so what you could do is two ways. You could go to color forecasting, right? Right. And then you pull all those colors. Right. And then you could look at the sneaker color drops, right? And then right. if you if you this is what I do. So you know, that's another jewel I'm gonna drop. Okay, we drop. Hey, hey, hey. I look at the sneaker colors. I go to the color forecasting drop. Right. Most of the time, the sneaker colors are within the color forecasting. Okay, 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 so okay. Sometimes they're not, because sometimes sneakers are just randomly dropping. Like the way they are today is kind of hard, but I know how they used to. Like, right. Know, I had to, two years ago, you, you could do that. But this year, I didn't do that. I just, I just go off of what I think is like, colors pertaining to the season like for okay. fall you know you're gonna wear darker colors right right because right fall, right so automatically it's gonna be like dark greens it's gonna be burgundies it's gonna be gold it's gonna be navies blacks heavy grays you know what i'm saying right a, a right blood bloody red like chicago red like those right. that's mandatory colors you ain't so gotta, mandatory yeah and then at the top Mandatory colors is always in the line is either fall or winter or spring or summer weather. Summer right. maybe lighter colors, but it's always black, green, right, gray, right, white, right. heather. Those are always there. And then you can add pop colors like turquoise. You can add oranges. You know, royals. Like so, it's easy because most of the sneaker colorways are usually in those colorways anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So it's hard for you not to even fall in line with that shit. Right, you know, right, colors, right. You go to the forecasting. Right. You look at forecasting, and then they'll they'll usually have twenty to forty colors in that, and then they'll break them down: fall, winter, right, spring, summer, 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 or fucking winter, all just straight up spring. And right. then they'll have all those colors pertaining to that, and then you can just add. I'll do is I'll take two pop colors out of that. Right. Say if I'm doing a summer coloring, right. Right, and then most of it is all turquoise. So I pull, I pull the top four colors out of that for summer, and then you usually got to add a balance because cats is not. You always gonna have to have a black or navy, and then usually right. black and navy battles. So most of the time, people are gonna fuck with black. Are they gonna then, fuck with navy? Right, but then you, it's all you can't go wrong with either one, but. Black always outsells everything. So yeah, yeah. You pull the black, and then you have your fucking pastel colors, right? Right. And you always gotta add white. And there you go. You got it. Yo. And that's it. You know what I mean? Man, that's the coloring. Yo, that that that's how we gonna end this show. Oh that tip, <laughs> oh that tip, bit right there. If you right there can't start a brand on that shit alone. <laughs> You a fucking goofy. Yeah, goofy. You you a goofy. You a goofy we, time. You yeah. a bottom dweller. Yeah. <laughs> if Yo. you can't do it, so we gonna sign off right now. I'm sure God worldwide. I'm Dante TC5 Wilder. Yo, and this was Hangers. Peace and love. Yo, what's good? You just listening to our podcast. You know how heavy it was. You just listen to episode four. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense. And like I said, if you want to follow us, man, on IG, go to Hangers Worldwide, baby. And if you want to be on the show, just DM us. 
You know what I'm saying? We getting it. We making it happen. No sucking shit. Clothing podcast. Man, only one on hangers, on anchor.